In this episode, I'm going to give you some pointers on how to attract rockstar employees. Are you interested in learning how to build a successful business from a person that has actually done it before? My name is Ben Herman, and I have over a decade worth of experience in running a successful company that is scaling to this very day. I don't have any superpowers. I just happen to be a little further ahead on the path, and I can show you how to get there too. Welcome to the Growth Mentor Podcast. I had recently run into a local business owner that I'd known for quite some time, and he has run a restaurant for a long time, I want to say a couple of decades now. And part of his retirement plan is to hand off the business to his daughters to continue on that legacy. And during our conversation of catching up with business life and family life, uh, he had mentioned something that really stood out to me. And he had said, you know, one piece of advice I gave my daughters is that there's, it's just the, the one biggest challenge you're, you're going to face in business life is that you just can't find good quality, loyal employees that will actually stick around and do a great job. And that was eye-opening to me. And I actually respectfully disagreed with that because I feel that there are plenty of awesome people out there. You just got to find them and you got to recruit them. And the other thing also is that I think it's a limiting mindset just for the fact that I look at it as, in my personal opinion at least, is that um, human resources or employees are literally the most valuable asset to a business because it can make or break a business. It can scale or keep a business stagnant. And so I figured that it'd be a great uh, podcast episode to share some of the tips that I shared to him that he'll hopefully forward over to his daughters. Now, one thing is that we are in a booming economy right now in 2019. Um, just the economy is crushing it. Businesses are making lots of money and just growing like crazy, and it's it's an awesome time. But with that comes an unemployment rate that is of record lows since the 1930s, which is 3 or even sometimes it dips below 3%. Now, what they say is um, a healthy economy should have around 5% of unemployment rate. And what that means essentially is that employers with a 5% unemployment rate uh, don't have too big of a challenge to be able to find people that they can hire. When it dips below that 5%, that's when it gets a little tight on the job market and it's a lot more challenging to find folks. So believe it or not, I know it's only a 2% difference, but that actually has, we're talking about millions in numbers uh, difference in our economy. So the other thing also is that, you know, they say that baby boomers and Gen Xers will have on average about two to three jobs within their lifetime. However, millennials are expected to have on average 25 or more jobs in their lifetime. So millennials are just less loyal in a sense, I guess you could say, um, but really it's, it's more they're, – they're, they're more of job hoppers, right? And so we've noticed the same thing where um, you know, just in, in the economy that you know, millennials tend to stick around for one to two years and then they want to see what else is out there. 
It's very challenging to actually keep millennials engaged unless they feel that their work is fulfilling and meaningful and also flexible enough to fit in within their lifestyle. And so, um, you know, there's quite a few things uh, about, you know, attracting millennials, but also Gen Xers uh, to your companies that can be a beneficial relationship for uh, all parties involved. Now, one thing that it really comes down to is if you're not attracting good quality rock star employees in your company, then it has nothing to do with the labor market, it has nothing to do with those millennials out there, it has everything to do with you. It's your fault. And I know that stings a little bit, but the great part about that is as long as you can actually accept it and take accountability for your own actions, you are in control of changing it for the better. And so there's a couple of things that I've learned that really have worked well for our company. Again, we run a DJ entertainment company. And as a matter of fact, just in the last two months, we have uh, recruited and hired and trained six new team members, which is a really fast hiring round. And every single one of them so far seem to be really awesome people. The other team members that have been on our team for a longer time, I am so grateful for. They are incredible human beings. They really care and take their work seriously. And also, they, they truly want to be a part of this movement that, that we're creating here. And so um, I truly feel blessed. And I feel that it's not even just on my genius. It's truly their genius. And I, I was just able to uh, have the pleasure of, of hiring them. And uh, so it's just I'm really grateful that we both have found each other in that sense. Now, that being said, you know, there's a couple of things that you want to ask yourself when it comes to attracting the right people to your team. One is, are you an employer worth working for? Now, think about that. Are you an employer worth working for? Are you fun? Do you actually care? Do you provide above average pay? Do you provide a work experience that's worth bragging about to their friends and family? Because guess what? If your team members are happy with their work environment and they go home or to their friends and network and brag about their work environment, guess what most likely their friends will do or their friends of friends will do? They'll try to want to work for you, right? And so think about that. Think about how can you provide above average pay? Because winners want to be a part of a winning culture, right? So hopefully, if you are winning in business, then you can also provide above average pay. But pay only goes so far. There's actually been a survey conducted across the nation that showcased that um, people who got paid more actually ended up not being happier at their job. And we we know this is true, right? We know there's someone that we know in our network that um, is miserable at their job, but is getting paid incredibly well, right? So we understand that job happiness is not directly attached to pay, but culture is. So if you can attract not only the right team members that get along with each other, and you foster a healthy culture when it comes to an open-minded community that communicates openly with each other, that embraces each other and builds one another up instead of putting each other down and backstabbing each other and gossiping behind each other's back. But if you can foster a healthy work environment, that's one piece to the puzzle. The next is, 
Can you create an experience just like your customers, right? When, when it comes to winning a business, you want to create an experience that your customers want to brag about. Well, guess what? One thing we do is we refer to our team members or employees as our internal customers. So we market to them just the same way as if we were to attract a new client into our, our, our network. Um, in addition to that, we want to wow our team members just like we would want to wow a client. So that way they want to now come back and, uh, you know, of course, buy from us again. But then on top of that, also brag to their friends about our service, right? And so we want to do the same thing for our team members. We want to make sure that we create an experience that people want to brag about, about working here. So that way it attracts more rock stars. Because guess what? Rock stars actually hang out with rock stars, right? Just like the cheesy saying goes, birds of a feather flock together. And so most likely, if you're attracting the right people onto your team who are all rock stars, most likely they have a rock star too in their back pocket that they know. And guess what? If they hate their job, they're not going to try to recruit them, right? But the opposite is true too, is that if they're rock stars and they love their work environment, they're going to do everything in their power to protect the work environment and they will not allow some of their dud friends or lazy friends to come into the culture either. So they self-police the work environment to make sure that it stays positive. Now, the other thing also is, can you offer creative perks? So creative perks would be like, you know, instead of like the traditional 401k and retirement plan or health benefits, blah, 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 right? That's just like, everybody does that. Can you provide something that's above average, that's worth bragging about? Right. So a couple things that we like to do. One is that is when when people arrive here and they 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 you know finally get hired. Which by the way, the hiring process is a very extensive pro- hiring process. It, it's not easy to get hired here because we again we want to make sure that we screen and make sure that we only let the right people into our our team. Um, and we can talk about that in another podcast episode. But the second that they are onboarded, we find out about their address and we send them a care package to say, hey, you know what? Welcome. We, we are so excited to get to know you. And just to show you the level of care that we have, here's something that we, we put together for you as a present. But then that, it doesn't stop there, right? So uh, the other creative perks is we actually have what I call the dream session. So every month we invite all of our team members to set up a one-on-one coaching session with myself, which I happen to be the CEO of the company. So it's kind of a big deal. You know, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but in their perspective, it's kind of a big deal. Also, I've spent a lot of money, a lot of pain and suffering and time into learning and perfecting my craft and knowledge into achieving the goals that I have set forth. And because of that, I've been able to learn a predictable way to to plan goals and then to achieve goals as well. And so I look forward to being able to share that knowledge with our team because I look as at our team as if they were family. And so if it was my brother or my sister, I would want them to succeed just as much as I'm succeeding. And so having that level of spirit out there sets the tone amongst the team of, wow, you know, I work for a company where the leader really cares. They're not just in this skyscraper office that never really interacts with us and doesn't really care about themselves, uh, I mean, about others except themselves. 
And so the dream session, what, what I really do is I just invite folks. It's not mandatory. It's totally optional if they want to. And not everybody does set it up, by the way. But every month I send out an email inviting them to set up a one-hour in-person session with me that I call the dream session. And pretty much they're able to then dream about their biggest aspirations, their biggest goals that they'd love to achieve. Maybe they want to pay off debt. Maybe they want to save up for a house and buy a house. Maybe they're trying to go on a big-time vacation. Maybe they want to start their own business, right? And I just try to look at whatever's presented, how I can be the most useful to our team at that moment in time. So again, it's not like your traditional 401k benefit or your pay time off benefit. Although we do some of those things, this kind of stuff is what people brag about. This is the kind of stuff that people talk about to their family and their friends. As a matter of fact, one of our team members likes to refer to me as a friend tour. And that's a huge compliment and should show you the the vibe that we have at our company. Now, the other thing also that really uh, matters is you got to have work that matters, right? You got to figure out the why behind the work that you do. So if it's a product, what are not just the ins and outs of the specs and this is what it does, the XYZ of uh, 200 watts of this, blah, 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 but more what are the benefits that it provides to people, right? For our service, yeah, we play music, we have shiny lights, we have awesome equipment, but nobody cares about that. Everybody cares about the experience that we can create for people, which is creating memories. So the work that we do that truly matters is we help create memories during people's largest life celebrations. And so when you can figure out the why and communicate it to your team on a regular basis, you get buy-in because it's not just the average task you know, orient, oriented day where it's just like day in and day out, you're just clocking in, clocking out. Nobody wants to be a part of a J-O-B. They want to be a, a, a part of a larger movement that's larger than themselves. And so if you can ask yourself and figure out what it is that is the why behind the work that you do, and you can effectively communicate that to your team, you'll see morale go up, buy-in go up, and in general, just overall attitude go, go through the sky as well. Now, the last thing that I feel really, really brings it all home is you as the leader, everybody's looking at you as the example, even when you want to admit it or not. <laughs> and so you got to care. You have to truly care about the work that you do. You have to truly care about the people that are a part of your dream, by the way, that are helping you build out your dream. And you have to care about them and try to fulfill their dreams as well and provide the value in return. The other thing also is don't hire on skills and uh, like a resume type of situation where you know they have so many academic skills and uh, so much you know previous work experience. Truly hire on character and don't worry about the skills because you can train on skills. You can train 
every single new person how to do what they need to do in your your company. And really, you should have a formal training curriculum in place anyways. However, you can't teach how, how you can't teach someone how to be an awesome person. You can't teach someone how to be an honest person. You can't teach someone how to care, right? And so really, when you are putting out these job ads and trying to attract the right people during your job interview process, really what you should be focusing on is their character. Try to figure out who are they as a person? Would they fit in well with the kind of people that work here and the kind of people that we aspire to be? I hope all of this helps. I hope truly that I'm not wasting your time and I'm truly providing value to you and that you can apply all this knowledge. Now, uh, the way that I could get some feedback is by you kindly leaving a review. Um, So whatever podcast platform you're listening on, it should be fairly easy to find where you can leave a review. If you can take just a minute or two to leave a quick review, uh, an honest review, I don't really care if it's five stars or one stars, I'd love to just receive honest feedback. And that way, you know, if I need to improve, I will certainly try to work on that because I don't want to waste anyone's time out there. I truly want to provide value to you and I want to make sure that I can make an impact in your life. So thank you so much for spending this time with me. I really appreciate it and I'll see you on the next episode.